0: Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. And we pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. That last part of that third verse, get where the spout is, where the glory is coming out. Mm-hmm. Amen. Get closer to the spout. That's what every day in our lives God, where are you moving? Amen. 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 You know, the old saying goes, uh, you know, when somebody wanted to know where the wind was coming from, they'd lick their finger and put it up, and they'd feel where the wind's coming from, right? And some people, they use that as a metaphor. They lick their finger, uh, um, you know, metaphorically speaking, because, you know, in business or in their life or whatever, they just want to kind of licking their finger and just seeing which way to go, and that's kind of like doesn't really work. But when it comes to the presence of God in our lives, amen, we need to know where the Spirit's moving and just go to where He is. Praise God. Now, He'll come to where we are, but it's good. We're the ones seeking after Him. Amen. We're we're the one that's following His steps. Amen. Reminds me where the children of Israel in the wilderness and they had the tabernacle that, and it was right in the center of the camp and all the all the tribes were camped around about the tabernacle and during the day uh the pillar of a cloud representing God's presence was hovering above the tabernacle at night it was a pillar of fire and anybody that was camped around about the way they did it everybody in that Whole group, amen, even if they were in their tent, they could just open that tent flap and look in the center, amen, of their lives, in the center of their whole situation, and see either the cloud by day or the fire by night, and as long as they saw that, they knew they were in God's will, and they were going to stay put. But then a trumpet would blow and they would open their tent flaps. Amen. And that trumpet would let them know, amen, that somebody who was its job to watch that p- pillar, amen, whether it be day or night, when that pillar started to move off of the tabernacle and head down the path, the trumpet would blow and it didn't matter what time of day or night it was, everybody got to work. Everybody broke camp. Everybody packed up their carts and their animals because we are not staying Where the God's not there. Amen. We're going to go where God's going. We're going to follow after him. I'm going to follow the fire. I'm going to follow the the pillar of cloud. It doesn't matter how comfortable I am right here or whatever. Amen. Without God's presence, I'm not going to make it. Amen. But that's not what I'm preaching. But that was just thrown in for extra. Praise God. Praise the Lord. But God's so good. Amen, and it's good to be in God's house feeling His presence. Amen, I feel that pillar of fire. Maybe it's cloud because it's not nighttime, but whatever it is, I feel the fire. Amen, and and, uh, God's good. I want to read one verse before we're seated. In Isaiah 43, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 21, This people have I formed for myself, They shall show forth my praise. Amen. We sang all about praise today because I wanted to emphasize what I was going to preach. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Would you clap your hands as you're seated right now? And I want to preach on the subject made to praise amen you and I were made to praise praise God amen we think maybe you know we have natural talents or quickly obtained talents. You know, there's child prodigies. There's people that just get a hold of something and they're very good at it and that's fantastic. Amen. Amen. But uh, some people will look at someone and how they can help proficient or how talented they are and and say, you're born to do that. You're just born to do that uh, because you're so good at it. But I'm here to tell you, amen. Yes, uh, maybe you're great and that's good. Go with the talents God's given you. Amen. But you know what you were born to do. You were born to praise. Amen. You were formed to praise. You were formed to lift up and to point your praise. Amen. Not only to honor God in praise, but to let other people know, amen, there's a God in heaven worthy of praise. Amen. Our text passage was written to God's chosen people, the nation of Israel. Amen. However, everything in the Old Testament When it comes to things like this, amen, does apply uh, to us uh, as the children of God as far as promises and certain things in the Old Testament. Some were fulfilled in Jesus Christ, uh, amen. Some, amen, transitioned into the church age, into a spiritual thing. But amen, when it comes to uh, God saying, talking to the natural Israel, the Jews saying, "You, I made you to praise me. Amen. That applies to us in the New Testament church. That applies to believers and followers of Jesus because Paul said in Galatians 3.29 and if you belong to Christ then are you Abraham's descendants and your heirs according to the promise. So you get the promises of Abraham and you get the responsibilities that God gave to Abraham. Abraham was the father of the nation of Israel. He was uh, amen the beginning, uh, amen the patriarch of that nation. Praise God and if we are if we are who we are, we are Christ to uh, praise God. We belong to him, then we are Abraham's descendant spiritually speaking. Amen. And therefore we also were made to praise. We were formed to praise. Amen. The word formed means to be made, shaped, molded or fashioned. Like a potter forms a clay vessel. Amen. That's what it means to be formed. We were formed, we were shaped, we were made to praise. Psalm 139:14, "I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Amen. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. His works are marvelous. He doesn't make mistakes. He made us for a purpose. Praise God. Amen. I praise Him because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. In His image. Amen. Only human beings can say that. Amen. Nothing else was made in the image of God. The Bible said, but us. Praise God. I praise Him because out of everything He created that walks, crawls, flies, swims, or slithers. Amen. On this earth. Amen. We as human beings are the only ones with an eternal soul that were created in His image and His likeness. And we're made to praise our Creator. God formed us for Himself so that we would show forth His praise in our lives. He did not just want us to talk about praising Him. Amen. And that's good. We, know we need to talk about praising Him and talk to others. You know, it's great to praise God. And, you know, you should praise God. And, and you know, these are, this is how you praise God. But you know what? There's nothing like praising God. There's nothing like showing praise. Amen. Praise God. A picture is worth a thousand words. Uh, Actions speak much more louder than words. Uh, Amen. So when I praise Him from my heart and I praise Him with uh, my whole uh, self, praise God, that will move people, that will show people, amen, more than just talking about it. When I do it, God will respond. Things happen. Now, though all forms of biblical praise are demonstrative, in other words, you can, you can see them and, uh, you know, if I'm just standing up here like a statue, the only thing I am doing is being a target for the pigeons. Amen. But if I am going to be moving around, praise God, and not to playing a statue, praise God. Amen. The Bible said there's a few, many are called, but few are chosen. He didn't say, amen, uh, you know, many are cold and a few are frozen. Praise God. Amen. And this is the church of the living God. Amen. This is a church of the lively stones. This isn't the church. Amen. Amen. Of the rigor mortis. Praise God. So, though all forms of biblical praise are demonstrative. Amen. You can see somebody when they're praising God. Amen. Outwardly, they can be observed by others. The key to genuinely praising God is to praise Him from your heart. Amen. To using my body to make moves and stuff just to just to move and my heart's not in it that's not true praise it'll look like praise but it won't do anything like praise is supposed to do and it won't feel like praise i got to do it from my heart lamentations verse 3 chapter 3 verse 41 it said let us lift up our heart with our hands under God in the heavens. Amen. When I lift my The Bible said lift your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. And we're in the sanctuary this morning. And when I lift up my hands in the sanctuary, I'm not just putting my hands up. Amen. Doing some kind of exercise. Amen. I want my heart right in the palm of my hands when I'm doing it, God. I'm doing it to you. I'm giving you praise. Praise is adoring God. Praise is loving God. Praise is is saying so much about God that you can't even say all you want to say. Praise is just sitting there and just giving Him love. Praise will not move God on our behalf if it does not come from the heart. Amen. And you say, well, what other kind is there? Sadly, some people are just showing off. I'm not in this, not here. Amen. But somewhere in the world, amen, somebody is just Playing church and messing around, but that's not what we're supposed to do. Praise God, we're supposed to do it from the heart, Amen. And we can't just go through the motions of praise. Our heart must be in the right place for praise to be effective, Amen. Jesus even warned some of the people, Amen, especially. Those people in the crowd that were listening, there was always people sent. There were spies in the crowd sent from the religious leaders, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, amen, the scribes, uh, amen. They were always there trying to trip him up on his words and trying to hear with what he was saying or whatever, and so he made a, a statement that he quoted from the Old Testament in Matthew fifteen eight. He said, "These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men." I'm gonna tell you something, folks. We don't want our worship to be vain. We want every every second of our worship to count. Amen. Every minute of our praise to count. Praise God. I don't want my mouth and my heart ten miles apart. I want them right together when I'm giving God the glory due to his name. Amen. Psalm 111 verse 1. Praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright, and in the congregation. Amen. That's why when we just give them a piece of our heart, we only have a small piece of results. Amen. But if we give them our whole heart, praise God, and we put our whole self into praise, amen, stuff's going to happen, praise the Lord. Things are going to happen. Hallelujah. God uh, honors praise from the heart. John chapter 4, verse 23, Jesus said, the out because back, back in those days, they, they got it in their minds that you could only worship in certain places. Amen. That if you were out of a certain geographical location, and even though you praise the exact same way, very heartfelt, that God would not receive or honor your praise because they literally have these, you know, so, uh, so uh, called holy or designated places that only you could praise from, amen, and they were maybe synagogues or, or you know, certain places or mountains or certain areas that were deemed to be these types of places, but Jesus, he changed, you know, when he came, he upset the apple cart, he came, you know, with his older cousin, John, John first upset the apple cart. He he came out of the wilderness. You don't read about John from the time that he's born until he's 30 years old and reveals himself to everybody and starts preaching, amen, repentance and baptism, amen, and talking about I'm paving the way for someone coming after me. I'll baptize you with water, but someone's coming after me He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. John the Baptist... he was turning it upside down too praise god and then he handed it off he he passed the baton to jesus amen hallelujah the baptizer in the holy ghost praise god and then jesus started his ministry and uh, he just upset a lot of traditions and stuff that was just came over centuries of time where people you know misinterpreted or just they took uh They took the law of Moses and went way too far with it in a lot of areas uh, where people weren't loving people and people weren't showing mercy to people. And it was all just this and that and and all that kind of stuff. But Jesus came when he talked about worship, he said, but the hour is coming. And now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. He said, because he was talking to the woman at the well, a Samaritan woman, and she said, well, you know, you say that you can only worship in this mountain and we say we can worship here. And he said, uh, hey, there's coming a time where it doesn't matter where you are. Hey, Amen. You can be in California. You can be in New York. You can be in another country. You can be in Canada or Africa or Australia or you can be in Antarctica, Antarctica walking around with the, with those emerald penguins or whatever. And you can be worshiping God you. anywhere you can worship. Jesus just said, amen, he's looking for true worshipers. Amen, that will worship him, the Father, in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, praise the Lord. They must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, the, now the, the words on the, on the screen are all capitalized, but if you look in the Bible, amen, the words, you know, God is a spirit. Of course, that spirit is capitalized because anytime God is referred to as his spirit, his spirit is a capital S, which is proper, amen. But when it talks about those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, that's a small S. So he's not even saying, You know, that the Holy Ghost, we need the Holy Ghost in our lives. But what he's saying, the small s spirit, that's your heart. That's your strength. Amen. That's that's what David said. The Bible said, David, danced before the Lord with all his might. Amen. When we worship God, uh, whether we feel God or not, whether we feel the Holy Ghost or not, you can still worship him in spirit and in truth when you put your heart, mind, strength, and soul into it. Hallelujah, because he's worthy to be praised. So God is seeking after true worshipers that will sincerely and wholeheartedly worship him in spirit and in truth. We were formed to show forth God's praise. We were created to show forth God's praise. We were made to praise. Amen. You know, when people say, you know, I just feel like something's missing in my life. You know, somebody that doesn't have the Lord in their lives. And I preached a message one time, I have pre- probably preached it here a long time ago, but I went and preached it at a visiting church in Anaheim when I was visiting that church. And I got up, uh, amen, and uh, I didn't even give my title right off the bat, I just got up and said, amen, I was born with a hole in my heart, and I just thought it was serious and I was just talking about it, and all these people were just thinking I was born with a hole in my heart. Amen. And I was, but it's not a literal hole. And by the time I, you know, they go oh man, you all were born with a hole in your heart. Amen. And that hole is a God-shaped hole. God made a God-shaped hole in your heart that everyone's trying to shove everything else in there to try to satisfy it. Amen. But only Jesus will satisfy your heart. Only Jesus will satisfy your soul. And until you get The right thing in that hole. You're not going to be satisfied. I need Jesus. I was made to praise him. And when I get that hole filled with the Holy Ghost, you better believe, amen, my mission and my duty in this life is to praise God every day. They show forth the praises of God. Amen. He cre- he, his creation praises him. You know, when you when you go down to the ocean, especially like Laguna Beach, some of those places where there's more rocky shores and stuff, and the tide pools and all that stuff. You know, and then when the wind's kind of blowing and it's a little rougher seas, and those waves are crashing on those rocks and the on the sand and everything. Amen. And the noise it makes, amen. I'm sure that gives praise to God. It's his natural beauty, Amen. His natural creation is praising Him, and and you talk about, uh, Amen. When when you see the wind, we get a lot of winds, Santa Ana winds or different winds, and you look and you see the you know the tree branches going like this because of the wind, and you hear the sound of the wind through the all the leaves and the different things, uh, Amen. And it's like uh, it, it's like the they're waving their hands to the Lord. Amen, but that's the tree branches, an inanimate object or you know, how about all the wonderful birds that you can hear and any, you know, and you probably, if you live around here, you know about that huge flock of those green parrots that, man, they're kind of squawky and noisy, but anyway, amen, they're singing their song to the Lord, and the mockingbird singing his song to the Lord, and the sparrow and the crow, they're all singing their song to the Lord, amen, and maybe that was all for them to praise God too, but you know what God made, amen, that's an inanimate object, amen. Amen. That wasn't supposed to be praising him. And that's rocks. Rocks aren't supposed to praise God. Rocks just sit there. Boom. What are you doing? Being myself. Just being a rock. Just getting stepped on all the time. Just being a rock. Amen. But see, if those who were made to praise don't fulfill their God-called and given purpose, then he will cause the rocks that aren't supposed to praise him to all of a sudden sprout mouths, and they will start praising him. And when you see a rock praising God, that's a day you'll never forget. Amen. Because that's not supposed to happen. Amen. I don't want no rock to take my place. Luke nineteen verse thirty seven. Then, as he was now drawing near, and you know what today is Palm Sunday, that represents uh, Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem as he comes to the end of his road on this earthly ministry and mission. Amen. And he rode on a borrowed young donkey. Amen. Into the the uh, the uh, approach uh, way of Jerusalem. Praise God and. Uh, The Bible said he was now drawing near to the descent of the Mount of Olives. The whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And then some of the Pharisees that were sprinkled in the crowd, you know, they called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. Tell them to shut up. They're not supposed to be praising anybody but God. They should hold their praise for God only and not be uh Directing these fantastic and praise and worship words and phrases towards you. Rebuke your disciples and tell them to be quiet. Amen. And Jesus answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Amen. Because it was a time to praise the Lord. Amen. It wasn't a time to be quiet. And so God was going to have somebody praising him. And it might as well be the ones that were made to praise. That's our job. That's our privilege. So I'm going to tell you something this morning. There ain't no rock going to take my place. As long as I got breath, I'm not going to let a rock praise in my place. And, like we sang, verse 2, Jesus told all the people that would not praise out loud that if they would not praise Him, the rocks would then cry out. But I'll never let a mountain shout in my place because there ain't no rock I know that can sing Amazing Grace as good as us. We're the ones that's supposed to be singing. We're the ones that's supposed to be praising. We're the ones that's supposed to be worshiping. Amen. So praise the Lord everybody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our praise should not be predicated on how we're feeling. And that's that, that's where amen that we have to understand that God is worthy of praise no matter what. Amen. And if you only praise him when you're feeling good, then you're going to short circuit Not only God's praise, but also blessings that would have come to you. Amen. But you need to praise him even when you're down. You need to praise him even when you're out. You need to praise him even when you're not sure what's going on. You need to praise him at all times. Praise God. So our praise is not predicated on how we feel. Our praise is not based on what we're going through at any given time. We praise Him because of who He is. And we praise Him for what He has done. And we praise Him for what He is doing. And we praise Him for what He's going to do. Woo! Well, hallelujah. Praise God. God's people were not called to be part-time praisers. Amen. 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 You want to be a part-time Uber driver? Hey, and do something else. You want to be a part-time, you know, uh, you know, pizza delivery or whatever, you know, hey, praise God, but we're not supposed to be part-time praisers. Amen. We're not supposed to be only feel good praisers. We're supposed to praise Him no matter what. And I, I'll, I'll 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 venture to say, and, and uh, I'll I'll let you know that I believe uh, that when we praise when we're not feeling good, when we praise when when it doesn't seem like there's anything to praise Him for, Amen. That praise is accepted by Him even more than other praise, and that praise makes a more of an impact on other people than anybody other kind of praise we got. We were chosen by Him. To praise Him always. Psalm 34, 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. Everybody say all times. And His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Everybody say continually. So all times and continually means like, that's like pretty much a full-time praisers. Psalm one nineteen one 164. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Psalm one thirteen three. 3. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord shall be praised. And when I first looked at that, I go, oh, we're only going to praise him for 12 hours from like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or whatever. Oh no, it says from the rising of the sun, in other words, where that sun is moving around and actually the sun's not going anywhere, the earth is moving, that 24-hour cycle, amen, but we know what the scripture's saying, amen, that sun is always moving, praise God, and as long as the, as the earth is moving and things are happening, praise God, that we're going to praise him 24-7. I know we got to sleep, but sometimes I got to praise him if I got a bad dream, Sometimes I got to praise him if I can't get to sleep because of some things I'm going through. I'm going to praise him in the midnight hour. I'm going to praise him in the midnight hour. Praise the Lord. So what this means is there'll be times we don't feel like praising him because it's continually and all the way. There'll be times of tests and Trials and tribulations. There'll be times of sickness and weakness in our bodies. There'll be times that praise does not come easy for us. It will be a sacrifice. And you know what a sacrifice is. It costs you something. Amen. But that's the times when praise is sweeter to God. Because the Bible said, Hebrews thirteen fifteen. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to him. Amen. To God continually, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Oh, praise God. Sometimes I feel like it's coming just from our lips because we're you know, like Lord, I want it to be from my heart. I'm trying, but I'm just going through so much. You just sacrifice that praise. You go ahead and praise him anyway. Amen. And he's gonna honor it. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're gonna give thanks to his name. And when it comes to God in our daily lives, praise and worship is always in order. You will never go wrong praising God. Amen. And another thing is to understand is praise is the prerequisite to the miraculous. You want the miraculous working in your lives, you want God to open doors for you. You want God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. You want God, amen, to bless you and to heal you and all this stuff. Praise Him. Keep praising Him. Don't stop praising Him. It's a prerequisite. Psalm 100, verse 4. We sang this. The very first chorus this morning. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You see, praise and thanksgiving gets you into the inner sanctum, the inner courts of God. Amen. The place where God moves in his presence. Amen. As you approach his throne, praise God. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving gets you through the outer gates. Praise gets you to, amen, the courts. And you keep going and the throne room is the next door down. And he has all you need for that you need, and you talk to him about it, and he'll give it to you. Praise the Lord. One person said, When you enter his courts with praise, he enters your circumstances with power. When you enter his courts with praise, he enters your circumstances with power. Because praise brings God to you. I know we're praising God not because we want something from Him. We're praising Him because of who He is. We're praising Him because He's God. He's a creator. There's no God beside Him, above Him. Amen. Or he's the highest and most high and the almighty. There's none other than Him. Amen. And He's worthy of praise no matter what. If He doesn't do any one more thing for me, I'm still going to praise Him. But having said that, God Amen. When we praise Him, He comes to our praise, and when He comes, He brings stuff with Him. Amen. Praise brings God to you. Praise changes the very atmosphere and environment around you. You need a miracle? Praise Him. You need healing? Praise Him. You, you have not received the promise of the Father, which is the baptism of the Holy Ghost in your life, the new birth of the Spirit. Praise Him. Amen. His presence comes in response to our praise. His Spirit inhabits the praise of His people. Would you stand with me? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.